Have you ever been in a situation where you feel sad or worried or even frustrated and your thoughts are just kind of spiraling out of control and you keep sinking further and further down into that spiral of negative thinking? I want to share with you today one question that you can ask yourself that has the power to completely turn it around. You ready? Let's go. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Moms on the Rise. I have been wanting to do this episode for a while now because it's something that has impacted my life so much and it has changed the way that I think about so many things. So I'm excited to talk to you about this today. And so here's the backstory. A while ago, Jared and I had just finished having an adult discussion. We just weren't seeing eye to eye on something. And I can't even remember what it was, to be honest. But I remember I came into the kitchen where Jared was and I was coming in to talk to him about this situation because we were both a little fired up about it. And I remember looking at him thinking, why is he so calm and collected right now? And I was still like a fire-breathing dragon at that point. And he just said to me, hey, I originally took what you said to mean something terrible. But when I asked myself, what else could this mean? I suddenly saw it more from your point of view. And I understood better where you were coming from. And I just remember that I stopped in my tracks because one, he was able to pull himself out of his own head for long enough to try and see a different point of view. And I wasn't to that point yet. I couldn't do that. And then two, that different point of view completely diffused the situation. And suddenly it just wasn't the big deal that I had originally made it out to be or that he had made it out to be. And so the one question that you can ask yourself when you feel offended or you feel sad or you feel angry or mad or worried or frustrated or whatever it is, the question is, what else could this mean? And since Jared is the one who originally taught me this idea, and I think he heard it from Tony Robbins, I have brought Jared on today to talk about this with me. Mostly, I want to talk about why this question works and how you can apply it in your everyday life. This is something that I use at least once a day, sometimes multiple times per day. So Jared, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here. Also, that introduction, though, I'm a fire-breathing dragon? No, I was no, the dragon. Oh, you're the dragon. Okay, I understand. <laughs> you were the calm one. I was still the fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> well, that's nice of you to tell that one instance when that was the case. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk more about this because this question, what else could this mean, has helped you and I in so many different situations. So I first wanted to ask you, and I want to get your thoughts on this, why do you think this simple question works? Well, honestly, like I personally feel like this is one of the most powerful questions that you can ask yourself. Those five simple words, what else could this mean, can completely change your state and your mindset and your feeling towards a particular situation. Absolutely has the power to change everything about how you feel and ultimately who you are and who you are in a relationship. It's incredible. One of the most powerful things that I've ever learned, I actually learned from you. And you say it all the time. You say circumstances are neutral and circumstances are not good or bad. They just are. 
And that happens, that applies to everything in our lives. And when you look at things from that, like it all of a sudden becomes very empowering. Every situation that you find yourself in, you can apply whatever meaning that you want to it. Unfortunately, our default is oftentimes, I don't know, are you guys like me? Worst case scenario? Worst case scenario. Where it's like, oh my gosh, that has to be, this is the reason why that happened. And this is why, and this is what I'm going to do because of it. And like you go into this, I don't want to call it a tailspin. You called it a negative downward spiral. Huh. But if you can just stop for just a second and just ask yourself a better question and just think to yourself, okay, well, that's one possible solution, but what else could this mean? All of a sudden, that changes everything. If you have that power to kind of pull yourself out of that moment and come to that realization, like you said in the introduction, like it's incredibly empowering and it's very calming and it just helps you to understand maybe why things are happening and where the other person is coming from. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, it just kind of opens up your brain to some other possibilities. I'm like you, worst case scenario. This is the worst thing that could happen and there's no other solution. Like that's what it is. I think too, the word else tells us that we've already formed some type of conclusion. That's what our brain does. It's right. automatically gonna figure it out because our brain's always just trying to get to the answer, to the solution. And so when you ask this question, like, what else could this mean? It's forcing you to look at the situation from a different angle and from a different point of view. Absolutely. And I know we've got so much in store on this podcast. I know you're going to go deep on this. But one of my favorite quotes about that, Dan Sullivan is an entrepreneur coach, and he has been quoted as saying, our eyes only see and our ears only hear what our brain is looking for. And from that, circumstances are neutral, but we can create any meaning that we want to. Again, not to go way too deep, but we have this, it's called the reticular activating system in our brains. It's kind of the filter that tells us what's important and what isn't. And we can train that filter to let in what is important to us, but then we also get to apply whatever meaning to it that we want. I love that. I think that's so good. Okay. So that's why this question works. It just forces us to get out of our own heads, to maybe stop thinking about it from only our point of view and see it in a different situation or in a different light. So that's all fine and dandy. But let's break down how this can happen in real life. We need to apply it. Absolutely. How does this apply to me and to a mom and to somebody who's maybe in a situation where they're so frustrated and you have a really good example I've got a couple good so, examples. I'm going to let you share the example about me. Oh, <laughs> my favorite example. Okay, well, before I do that, I want to share a not personal example, and then I'll share our okay. personal example. And so this story, this is in Stephen R. Covey's book. I believe it's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he talks about one day he was in New York, and he got on the subway, and there was a man on the subway who had quite a few children with him. And the kids were just being crazy. And like, we've all been there before, yep. right? Yep. Kids are going nuts and running up and down. And you could tell that people were getting bugged by the behavior of the children. And Stephen Covey even says, I started to get a little annoyed with the behavior of the children. And the father of the kids just sat on the train and was kind of in a daze, pretty much oblivious to what was happening around him. And so finally, Stephen Covey goes over to this guy and he kind of nudges him and says, hey, you know, your kids are kind of being crazy. Is there anything you can do to control the kids? And he kind of like snapped out of it for a second. He kind of looked around. It was like the first time he noticed what was happening. And he said, oh, God, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, I guess they are a little out of control. We're just coming from the hospital. 
and their mother just died. And honestly, I don't think that they know how to react to that. And quite honestly, I don't know how to react to it. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how the kids are going to make it through this. And think about just the immediate shift in your mindset towards that. You immediately go from, oh my gosh, like, where is this guy? I wish he would take care of his kids. How come these kids aren't behaving better? Like, he should do this, like, annoyed and frustrated and and just like, you know, oh, God, do something about it. You shift from that immediately to, oh my gosh, like, what can I do to help? How can I help you with your kids? Can I entertain them? Can I sit with them? What do you need? Can you help me? Think about it. And again, like we go immediately by just asking, like, what else could this mean? It means something completely different than the meaning that we had attached to it. We go from out of control kids to, oh, my gosh, they need help and they need me to show up in a different way. And so that's the first example that I have for you. And again, the second example is a lot more personal. And I just got home from a day at work. And there's something you need to know about me. Like we pull back the curtain on the podcast here. I am like physical touch, love language. Yeah. I am like level 10, nothing else, everything else like pairs, it pales in comparison. I love to hold hands. I love to hug. I love to kiss. That is how I love to show and feel love for and to Camille. And so I got home at the end of a long day at work and it was like, oh, I just need to love on my wife for a second. And I got in and I walked in and Camille was in the kitchen and I walked over and like, went in for a big hug and a big kiss and to kind of just hold her for a second and hey how was your day how was your day like that's the well that's what I thought was going to happen but when I came in and did that it was very short right I mean it was very brief and it was just kind of like going through the motion of like oh quick hug peck on the cheek and then like back to whatever it was that she was doing now in that circumstance I'm not gonna lie like again you always go to worst case scenario And ladies, you probably want to replay this for your husband. Fellas, this is something that all of us need to hear. Your wife doesn't respond in that way. Your wife doesn't respond in the way that you thought. And where does your brain go? Immediately, mine was, oh, well, that was that. And, oh, Camille must not really love me anymore. Why doesn't she love to kiss me? Oh, my gosh. Where are the good marriage counselors in our neighborhood? And, like, this is a long, dark road that we're headed down. (laughs) You go to that worst case scenario. And I don't know why we always go to that worst case scenario. But luckily, I had kind of been able to ask this question. And again, one of the most important questions that you can ask yourself, you pull yourself out of that moment for a second and you say, no, like what else could this mean? And the reason why this particular instance was so impactful in my mind is because I was able to actually, I physically pulled myself like out of my body and just like looked at the scenario, looked at the situation that was going on around with the intention of answering that question. What else could this mean? And it was so fascinating. And like, babe, I am so sorry. Because all of a sudden, like, I remember I looked down and I saw Camille lives and dies by her checklist. And she had her printed to-do list sitting on the table. And it was probably 20 items long. And I think two of them had been crossed off. And I looked around and I saw the dishes in the sink and I saw the laundry on the bed. And I saw, I think it was our youngest at the time, was pulling on her shirt. Mom, 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 right? Moms, you can relate to that. And like, as I looked at all of these things, I instantly thought to myself, well, it's no wonder 
that she's not focused on me right now. And she's not focused on that physical touch and that just kind and loving tenderness that I need right now. Well, it's because of all these other things going on. Okay, and so now, again, let's talk about the paradigm shift in my brain when that happened. All of a sudden, I went from Camille doesn't love me anymore and we need marriage counseling to, oh my gosh, Camille really needs help. And Camille really needs me to show up for her right now. And like, how did my actions change because of that? Okay, let's go down that path for just a second. Like if I would have stayed in upset and frustrated, it would have been really easy for me to kind of go inside myself and maybe pout a little bit like husbands, right? Like we kind of get pouty, fellas. I'm not going to lie. We do it. You kind of go inside yourself and it's just kind of like, oh, well, that didn't go my way. And so like, these are the reasons why that must have happened. Versus now, what else could this mean? The meaning that I attach to it, oh, Camille needs help. Now what do I do? I pick up her to-do list and I look at it and I think to myself, how many of these can I knock out? How can I show up for Camille? She needs help. That's what this means. And so I went and I started folding the laundry and I started doing the dishes. And like, again, the child that was mom, 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 I walked over and I picked up the kid and I was like, hey, what do you need? How can I help you out? Immediately, my actions changed because of the new meaning that I applied to that scenario And then, lo and behold, I remember later that night, Camille came over and she's like, wow, you know what? You really showed up. I really needed a lot of help. And it meant the world to me that you jumped in immediately and that you started doing some of those things. Again, like it started with what else could this mean? But it finished with what actions am I going to take because of the new meaning that I applied to that scenario? And we find ourselves, we do that often. We do that a lot. All the time. And like, even sometimes you will remind me of that. So for example, I sent a text to a lady just in my neighborhood. I needed a quick response. I couldn't remember what it was about. And, but I remember that it felt so important to me. And I sent this text and she didn't reply. And a couple of hours went by and she didn't reply. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, she hates me. She thinks I'm a terrible person. She was offended by that text. And I just found myself spiraling. And I just remember, I think you just kind of paused and like, okay, what else could this mean? Maybe she's on a date with her husband. Maybe she has a busy day at work. Maybe her kids, she's trying to be all in on them. Or maybe her phone's charging. There's so many different reasons why she didn't respond to you because of it's not about you. It's not always about you. And I remember she did eventually get back to me. It like took her a full day to get back to me. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I read your text and I just forgot to respond. Oh, so you don't hate me. Okay. So this is okay between us now. Just little things like that. It's so funny how our brains just automatically go worst case scenario. This is the worst thing ever. She hates me so much. I just know it. And it's funny how when you can just remove yourself from that and give them the benefit of the doubt or give the situation the benefit of the doubt. I have another example. Last year, so last year or two years ago, I think it was two years ago, it was when COVID was still going on. And my sisters and I decided to do a virtual Christmas party with our company. Social media is a big part of our company. And we thought it'd be fun to get together with women and gather women together, but we couldn't do it in person. So we thought, okay, we'll do it virtually. We'll make this fun Christmas party. And so we posted about it and we put tickets up for sale. And we're like, okay, this is going to be such a fun night for women. And then it was crickets. I think we had a room for like 150 and we sold maybe 15. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, people hate us. Nobody wants to spend time with us. This is, we are just a joke. We're not who we thought we were. This is stupid. 
And I just remember thinking, nobody likes us. And I still remember talking to our business coach about it. She goes, okay, that's one reason. What are some other reasons why maybe they wouldn't have bought a ticket to come? And we started breaking it down. It was a couple weekends before Christmas. So it was the worst timing ever. It was also a season where moms are not spending money on themselves, but they're spending money on everybody else. There are so many other holiday parties going on, different situations, family parties, work parties, that maybe the date was just not a good date. We just had to go through all these different reasons why maybe people didn't buy a ticket. We didn't market well enough or we didn't market to all the different places that we could. Like we did a very small marketing campaign. And so it just didn't reach the people it needed to. And when we started talking about all these reasons, I was like, oh, okay. So maybe it's not just us. It could be all these different things. And when you really take a step outside of yourself, which is hard, it's hard in the moment because you are so wrapped up in this is about me, they hate me, or your situation, like Mill doesn't love me anymore. But when you can take a step back from that and really open up your brain to what else could this mean, it just changes everything. Well, and yeah, no, that is such a good story. And like one of my favorite quotes is life isn't win or lose. Life is win or learn. Another spin on that is life doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you. And if you can start to kind of step outside of yourself and apply that question and be like, okay, like, how is this happening for me? Or another powerful question that I always like to ask myself is, what am I supposed to learn from this? That's good. Scenarios are hard. Let's not sugarcoat it. Oh, it's tough. It's hard. Yeah. There will always be hard times and there will always be circumstances beyond your control. And I feel like as human beings, our first reaction is always maybe like worst case scenario, but maybe let's not call it worst case scenario. Let's just say our brains are trying to keep us safe and they're always looking for ways to protect us. A lot of that first initial gut reaction is our brain trying to keep us safe. And if you can kind of get past that primitive thought and kind of break it down and get it out of your lower brain and up into your higher brain where rationale and logic exist, all of a sudden you can start to kind of diffuse these situations and you can step outside of it and just be like, what am I supposed to learn from this? One of my favorite things is that you can actually apply this retroactively too. Oh yeah. You can actually apply this not only to like circumstances in the present, but think back a year or two years or five years. Think about those difficult times that you had Yeah. and ask yourself, okay, what did I learn from that? And how am I different because of it? And if you can start to ask yourself again, kind of those higher brain questions and get a little more logic involved, I promise that you can start to frame some of those otherwise negative situations as positives. And you can start to tell yourself like, oh, you know what? If that never happened, I never would have learned blank or I wouldn't have blank in my life if I didn't have to go through that. And so you can apply it again to current circumstances as well as past circumstances just by stepping outside of it and by asking, okay, what else could this mean? And another important question is after that, once you've applied that meaning is, what am I going to do because of it? Yeah, I love that. I think there are some really hard situations where absolutely you can't see it in the moment. Absolutely. And I know for me, I can think of some, for example, and just a trigger warning here, I'm going to mention miscarriage. But when I had a miscarriage years ago, I still remember being just so angry and sad and grievous in the moment. I don't think I could have asked that question in the moment. Absolutely. Like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Like, seriously? Mm. No. 
like I'm going to just be sad and grieve this in the moment. But now that so many years have passed, 12, 13 years have gone by now, I can see the good that came from that. It was still one of the hardest things I ever had to go through. And I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. But also, I can see the lessons that I learned. And that quote of life happens for you, not to you. There were things that came out of that. Like, for example, I had a blood clot in my leg that I don't know what would have happened if I would have carried that pregnancy full term. And there were some issues going on with my veins and circulation that I don't know what would have happened to my body if I would have carried that full term, that baby full term. And so that baby, in a way, might have saved my life. And then I had that baby. I probably wouldn't have had our next child, Taylor. Everything happened for a reason. I couldn't see it in the moment. It was too dark. It was too, too much. But as time has passed, looking back, what else could that mean? What lessons did I learn from that? You can absolutely find them if that's the point of view that you're willing to take. Absolutely. You brought up such a good point. Hard is hard. Yeah. And like, let's not sugarcoat it. Like there are times in life where things are really difficult and that might not be the time to ask yourself, what else could this mean? That might be time to just kind of sit and just kind of feel that for a moment Yeah. and just say, God, you know what? This does this like this really sucks and this is difficult. But then I guess I think we pull faith into it. You just have faith that, you know what? There's something that I'm supposed to learn from this. And down the road, I hope to know what that is. And more importantly, I hope to be able to use that to not only improve my life, but to improve the lives of other people as well through sharing my experience and through sharing what I learned through this experience. I think that's one of the most powerful things that we can do in this life is empathize with other people. Having that miscarriage for me, suddenly I felt like anytime I heard somebody else was going through that or we experienced some infertility for a little while, I felt like I could empathize with those feelings and those feelings of frustration and resentment towards your own body. And I just think that when we go through those hard things, one of the reasons is so that we can turn around and help other people as they're going through that too. And so that could be one of the answers to what else could this mean? It could be I've got to go through this so I can help somebody else go through this hard thing. One of my favorite thoughts, one of my favorite definitions is the difference between knowledge and learning. You have these life experience, these life experiences, or you read something or learn or come across new knowledge and you can internalize that, right? You can like put that into your brain. But my favorite definition of learning is same stimulus, but different behavior again, like learning, like a different behavior. Had you not had those experiences, you wouldn't be in a position to help someone. But because of that knowledge and because you learned from it, you can apply that knowledge to the same stimulus, but then with a different outcome. You can empathize with people who have been there before. You can record podcasts and say things like, what else could this mean? And you can fulfill kind of your higher calling and your higher purpose because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I know we got amazing. Deep. I know, right? You, went, you even went told deep. us, you're like, we're not going to get too deep on this. It's us. <laughs> we go deep. I guess we could go deeper and deeper on this. And I love diving into the power of your thoughts and what it can do in your life and how you can change your life just by changing your thoughts. So if you want to go deeper on this stuff with us, we actually have a coaching program that we would love to have you be part of. Just head over to mommytummyfix.com to get signed up and Come work with Jared and I as we not only take care of our physical health, but mental, emotional, 
spiritual, social health. It's, it's a just, complete package. It has to be a complete package. Yeah, that's what health is. It's mm-hmm. the, the completeness of it. So, okay. Well, just to wrap up today. So in those situations where you feel dejected or sad or worried or fearful or whatever emotion you are feeling, we would like to invite you to just ask yourself this one question. What else could this mean? And it will just open up your mind to the idea of other possibilities and other solutions completely outside of yourself. And then we challenge you to start trying this in all areas of your life and watch your thoughts change. It really is hard work, but the payoff and the outcome is so worth it, as you've heard Jared and I talking about. So thank you so much for listening today. We would love to have you join our Moms on the Rise community by subscribing on whatever platform that you're listening to this on. And just know we are always cheering you on. Okay, see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, Head over to themommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.